We have a special guest who's live on the news line with us right now. It's Riley Gaines. You may know her name. She's been in the news. She is the director of the Riley Gaines Center at the Leadership Institute. And the reason why she's joining us here on Michiana's Morning News is she's going to be speaking at the University of Notre Dame at 6 o'clock on Friday night. Her address, by the way, open to the public. We'll tell you how you can sign up in just a few minutes to attend. And if you didn't know, Riley is a 12-time All-American swimmer, and her speaking tour aims to encourage college students to speak up for their rights to free speech, much as she has done after being stripped of the opportunity to fairly compete in sports. And therein lies her story. Good morning, Riley. Well, good morning. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I appreciate you guys reaching out to us. I was not aware that you were coming to the University of Notre Dame this Friday night, but uh, what an important message that you have, and especially uh, for college students and especially for athletic women. Where do we begin with your story? Why are you on this tour? Uh, give, tell us all about it. <laughs> Where do we begin? Yeah. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you how I kind of got thrust into this position. Uh, I was a a collegiate swimmer. Uh, I swam at University of Kentucky uh, in my senior year, and I had accomplished some some really great things, things I'll forever be proud of in my career. Um, SEC, five-time SEC champion, um, 12-time NCAA All-American, SEC Scholar Athlete of the Year, SEC Community Service Leader of the Year. Again, all things I'm very proud of, and I know only were possible because of the women's sporting category in Title IX, of course. Uh, but my senior year um, at our national championships, the meet you work all year, really all your life for, uh, we were unfairly matched against a man, uh, Leah Thomas, who is formerly Will Thomas, who swam three years on the men's team at University of Pennsylvania before deciding to switch to the women's team. Um, and, of course, when he was competing with the men, he ranked 462nd at best nationally the year prior to then dominating against women, um, so much so that he won national titles um, in the event that Thomas and I raced in. We actually tied, meaning, you know, we went the exact same time down to the hundredth of a second. Um, but despite tying, the NCAA told me that I wasn't able to take the trophy. Uh, it was crucial Leah had the trophy, and when I asked why, they said it was necessary when photos were being taken that the trophy was in Leah's hands. Mm. And so that's kind of the gist of when I felt it, important and urgent, honestly, that I were to speak up because no one else was around me, no coaches, no other swimmers, no athletic directors, no parents were saying anything. Of course, privately they were. Um, So I guess, yeah, since experiencing the injustice of allowing a man into our pools, not to mention our locker rooms, um, that's really how how this whole thing started. Let's let's back up uh, just just a little bit. How did you find out that you would be competing against Leah Thomas, and did you know at the time uh, Leah Thomas's background? I, I, I mean, how did that go down? And when you did find out, what was going through your head? I was, um, of course, I had a goal of winning a national title. Uh, my junior year, I'd placed seventh in the country, and you know, I was proud of this. But I wanted to become the fastest woman in the country, and so I'm right on pace to do that. Uh, I'm ranked third in the nation behind one girl who I knew very well because, like in most sports, you know, your top tier athletes know of each other. Um, trailing her by a few one hundredths of a second. But the swimmer who was leading the nation was a swimmer I'd never heard of before. And it wasn't long after this um, we realized this name, Leah Thomas, uh, the reason we hadn't heard of it is because Leah Thomas had never competed in the women's category before because Leah Thomas is, in fact, a male. 
um, the NCAA was hesitant um, to release their statement, but they finally did about three weeks before our national championships, uh, saying that Thomas's participation in the women's category was non-negotiable, meaning, of course, there was nothing that we could do as female athletes, no questions that we could ask or concerns that we could raise. Uh, the NCAA basically told us we had to accept this with a smile on our face. So what's been the aftermath after that competition and, you know, and then Leah Thomas being able to hold the trophy and, uh, and all that stuff, uh, you know, certainly speaking out, you know, uh, becomes, I, I guess, a challenge, especially when you probably have a lot of uh, criticism coming your way, I guess. You know, it's, it's definitely been a challenge. Um, I've been in scenarios where I've been punched. I've been uh, held for ransom through the night. I've been <sighs> spit on, had drinks poured on me, glass bottles thrown at me. Um, of course, the most obscene and profane things you could possibly imagine have been hurled my way. Um, that being said, it is so worth it <laughs> when you know what you're fighting for and really who you're fighting for. Um, there's been tons of impact that has been had. 24 states have now passed some sort of fairness in women's sports legislation that would prevent males from competing in women's sports, which I've been heavily involved in. Um, of course, combating what we're seeing happen with Title IX, again, the federal civil rights law that prevents discrimination on the basis of sex that gave and, and continues to give so many women equal opportunities in sports, um, the opportunities to compete and succeed and be called champions. Uh, what we're seeing being done there in terms of the illegal administrative rewrite of Title IX, uh, lots of work to combat that at the federal level. Mm -hmm. And I have to imagine, you know, getting started with the Riley Gaines Center at the Leadership Institute, uh, you know, obviously a challenge in itself, but I, I mean, you, you had to have been, you know, screaming and, and saying, is nobody hearing me? What has happened to common sense? So how do you take that and how do you empower yourself to begin such a, uh, a big push as you have? Like I said, you know, just knowing who you're fighting for, right? Because I have a younger sister who's 15. She's an incredible gymnast. Um, I think about her. I think about the women who came before me. I think about the present athletes who are effectively silenced by their institutions or, or even sometimes by their own internal pressure they put on themselves. Um, and I, I just think to myself, you know, if I don't take a stand, I'm just as guilty, just as, as complicit as the people who created and enforced these policies. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what motivates me forward on top of the fact that um, as someone, as a Christian, who is strong in my faith um, and, and kind of understanding this battle, it really is a spiritual battle. Um, I'm motivated and I, I'm allowed, I propagate myself on the understanding that we already know who has won the battle. Um, and that's, that's the most important, um, that's the most important piece of this whole puzzle. Now, if you just tuned in, we're live on the news line with Riley Gaines. She's director of the Riley Gaines Center at the Leadership Institute. She's going to be appearing at the University of Notre Dame at 6 o'clock on Friday night for an address that, by the way, is open to the public. She is a 12-time All-American swimmer. She competed against Leah Thomas, transgender swimmer. And talk to us about the tour, your speaking address. I guess you could consider it a common-sense address, but what will you be talking about uh, this Friday night at Notre Dame? 
So my message is very simple. Um, you can expect to hear what it takes to be an elite athlete, the work and the hours that you put in. Um, you can expect to hear more about, you know, how I was directly impacted by this movement. Um, the silencing, the locker room aspect, you can expect to hear the, what the bigger picture surrounding this issue really is. Um, the impact it's been had, you can expect for some encouragement. That, that's what all of this is about, is to really help inspire and embolden, really, others. Um, because what I'm, I'm realizing is more, more people than not have been adversely affected by this movement, um, whether that's in sports, whether that's in bathrooms or locker rooms, uh, whatever, that as- that, whatever that aspect might be. Um, it's just about helping and encouraging and stressing the importance of finding your voice and finding it urgently. Riley, just curious, who invited you to speak at Notre Dame? Was it the administration? Was it the students? I reached out um, to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. is because I watched what happened earlier this year with Notre Dame's sister school, uh, St. Mary's, um, and how an all-women's Catholic university changed their policy to allow males who merely identified as women into the sorority. And this broke my heart for those girls who were promised sisterhood, who were promised um, the space to be vulnerable in a sense where it was only women. That was what they were, you know, that's not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone had to go to school there, but if that's what you were promised, that's what you should be, that's what you're entitled to. Um, But St. Mary's College, they've abandoned those girls. And so seeing that, um, I planned on being there um, so some of those girls could attend. And so we've got some, some really incredible things planned, uh, again, to help, help these girls out. Um, so I, I really am incredibly excited for that. Well, I really appreciate you and your team reaching out to us so we can get the word out about your address. Again, Riley Gaines, uh, 12-time All-American swimmer, will be speaking at the University of Notre Dame, 6 o'clock this Friday night. Uh, This is uh, free and open to the public. Uh, You do need to sign up, and we have the website here. It's RileyGainesCenter.org slash events. RileyGainesCenter.org slash events. We're going to post the interview We're going to post the link where you can sign up at our website at 953mnc.com. Look for it right around the 9 o'clock hour. I'm here in the studio by myself, Riley, so it's going to take me a few minutes to get everything on the website. But I want to thank you so much for being with us here on Michiana's Morning News. Keep fighting the fight. Uh, Keep waging that battle against, uh, you know, good old-fashioned values and uh, and true common sense. And we appreciate you uh, coming to Michiana to uh, spread your word. Well, thank you. I'm so excited, um, and I will hopefully see see you guys this week. All right. Thank you. Once again, Riley Gaines with us live on the Newsline. And uh, again, I will post the information at our website, 953mnc.com. Look for it right around 9 o'clock this morning. Podcasts by Federated Media.